Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Marshall has 33 degrees as well. Reagan National at the banks of the Potomac River in Arlington, 35 degrees at 1259 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us here on The Overnight Shift. Coming up on WTOP... An arrest and the death of a young woman at a New Year's party at a D.C. hotel. I'm Dick Giuliano. The latest on a potential move for the Caps and Wizards to Potomac Yard in Alexandria. Two activists are trying to keep Donald Trump off of the Virginia ballot. Have they succeeded? COVID-19, RSV, the flu, they're all out there. What you need to know... I'm Kate Ryan. There are still efforts to stop a massive data center in our area. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. She's out. Disastrous congressional testimony and plagiarism accusations have forced Harvard University President Claudine Gay to resign. More from CBS's Nicole Killian. Gay's resignation comes nearly a month after she and the president of UPenn and MIT faced widespread condemnation following this testimony at a House education hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. House Republican Chair Elise Stefanik, a Harvard alum, posted two down, referring to gay and Penn President Liz McGill, who also resigned days after the hearing. What would you say in exchange for expensive jewelry? CBS's Robert Costa reports a U.S. senator is accused of saying a lot. New Jersey Democratic Senator Bob Menendez facing a new allegation. Menendez accused of making positive comments about Cutter in exchange for items including luxury watches. If you thought the number of migrants coming into the U.S. from Mexico was still rising, the U.S. government says you're misinformed. CBS's Camila Montoya-Galvez is in Eagle Pass, Texas, at one of the four border crossings that will reopen on Thursday. There's been a significant decrease in migration, and officials are attributing that to increased enforcement by the Mexican government in the interior of Mexico to stem the flow of migration before migrants even reach the U.S. border. A senior Hamas leader was assassinated Tuesday in a suburb of Beirut. CBS's Ian Lee in Tel Aviv says that is another indication that Israel isn't letting up in its efforts to eliminate the terrorist group. Israeli officials say the war could last throughout the year until Hamas is destroyed. But many Palestinians wonder what price they'll have to pay until the fighting ends. He's accused of stealing millions of dollars from his clients, and now a federal judge has ruled that Tom Girardi, the high-profile estranged husband of a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star, is competent to stand trial. CBS's Matt Piper has that. Girardi is the attorney who famously worked with Aaron Brockovich, and more recently, the estranged husband of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane. Some people call me cold, but that's not ice. It's diamond. Who for years while married flaunted an opulent lifestyle with him by her side. The 84-year-old is facing multiple counts of wire fraud, which carries 20 years in prison on each count. ESPN is apologizing for airing a video clip that showed a woman bearing her breast. The clip aired during the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans showed the woman on Bourbon Street pulling down her top and exposing her breast. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
It's 103 on Wednesday morning, the 3rd of January. It's going to be a cold night in our area. Temperatures near or below freezing, 31 degrees. Good morning and welcome into the Overnight Shift here on WTOP. I'm Dan Ronan. Thank you for joining us. The top local story that we're following at this hour. A Northeast D.C. man has been arrested, charged with killing of a woman at a New Year's Day party at a D.C. hotel. 18-year-old Ashley Hines was shot to death at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Friendship Heights. D.C. police have arrested 18-year-old Jelani Cousin of Northeast. He's charged with second-degree murder while armed. Ashley Hines' mom, Tiffany Falden of Clinton, Maryland, says she and her daughter talked by phone on New Year's Eve just before midnight. I talked to Ashley at 11.55 to be exact, and we talked until close to midnight, like 11.59. You know, we told each other we loved each other. Ashley Hines was home for the holidays from Louisiana State University and was an honors graduate from Henry Wise High School in Upper Marlboro. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A Prince George's County man has been arrested in connection to a mysterious disappearance of a Fort Washington man. 20-year-old Damian Myers was reported missing by his family back last April. The Prince George's County Police say Myers' family told them he was left that day for a ride with his friend, a 23-year-old man by the name of Parrish Good. Detectives uncovered evidence suggesting Myers may have been shot and killed inside of Good's car and arrested Good for the murder last week. Police say Good admitted to shooting Myers and getting rid of the body in the Fort Washington area. Police are still trying to determine a motive for this shooting. Good is being held without bond on first and second degree murder charges. Well, the question is, who will be paying for a possible new Caps and Wizard Arena in Potomac Yard, Alexandria? The mayor says not Virginia's taxpayers. He spoke to WTOP's Scott Gelman. The arena is being uh, financed initially up front by Monumental. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson says the rest will be paid for using money generated from other parts of the proposed Potomac Yard complex. This is sales tax. These are uh, admissions tax that is paid on uh, on events. So these are these are taxes that are generated at the site. The project is expected to cost $2 billion, but only 5% of that will come from the city, according to a recent Alexandria newsletter. This is a model that we use to build the metro station, in fact. So the metro station at Potomac Yard that just opened in May. The General Assembly and Alexandria City Council have to act before the project moves forward. Wilson says how it'll be paid for is top of mind for residents. Certainly concerns and questions around the finance of this. Help me understand the finances. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It is 106. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. A federal judge has thrown out a lawsuit that tried to ban former President Donald Trump from Virginia's presidential primary and the general election ballots this year. The suit argued Mr. Trump should be excluded after his efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. But a federal judge ruled that a pair of activists who filed the lawsuit lacked legal standing to challenge Trump's eligibility for office. The judge says the activists totally failed to show Mr. Trump's presence on Virginia's ballot would cause them specific harm. The ruling now shows there won't be any late-breaking developments regarding the former president's eligibility as a primary candidate in Virginia, where early voting for the state's March 5th primary is set to start in a little bit more than two weeks. You're not imagining it, 
A lot of people have been sick lately with respiratory and flu-like illnesses. So what do you need to do to stay healthy? A look at the U.S. map of respiratory infections at the Centers for Disease Control shows D.C. and Maryland in the high range and Virginia in the very high range. Some of that is driven by influenza, but there are a lot of other respiratory viruses that are also increasing at this time of year. Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health, says there is a recent COVID-19 mutation. We do think the vaccine will provide protection against the JN.1 variant, particularly when it comes to severe disease. Pekos says it's not too late to get vaccinated for COVID-19, the flu, or RSV. If you get a vaccine now, it should give you protection for the tail end of this respiratory virus season. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTO Produce Time. Now we're coming up to 108 and coming up after traffic and weather. It's back to work on Wall Street with a mixed market for the first trading day of the new year. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go into the WTOP Traffic Center. Kane Halifax joins us. Let's take a look at Maryland first. The work zone on US 50, the eastbound span of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is closed. There's two-way traffic on the westbound span, westbound span due to a work zone. In Columbia, US 29 northbound before and after Brokenland Parkway, exit 18. The right lane is blocked due to the work zone. If you're on Brokenland Parkway trying to go north on US 29, do be aware there is no merge area, so you'll have to merge straight into through traffic. In the district at Eastern Avenue, both ways between Randolph Street Northeast and the Prince George's County Line, US 1, all lanes are blocked due to police activity there. In Virginia, in Lord 95 South, just before Lorton Road, a work zone has just the two lanes getting by, and it's a little sluggish through there. A little bit south of that on 95 South in Woodbridge between Prince William Parkway and Dale City Exit, exit 156, the right lane gets by due to a work zone there. And once you're past that, you're looking good as you're heading towards Fredericksburg. 95 northbound also in Woodbridge near the Prince William Parkway, exit 158, the right lane is blocked at a work zone. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture, shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses in-store and online at regencyfurniture.com. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and cold out there here early Wednesday morning. Temperatures in the 20s to around 32 degrees in most neighborhoods. We are, however, dealing with lighter winds today, so we're not going to be wind chilled. Later, we'll have a high temperature near 50 degrees, the warmest of the week, with just a few scattered clouds. Clouds will fill in later, and there may be a stray shower late tonight. And first thing, Thursday. Otherwise, we're just mostly cloudy and breezy for Thursday with highs in the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 30 at Fort Belvoir, 36 at Foggy Bottom. Silver Spring checks in at 32 degrees. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. Fidelity has cut the value of its stake in X again, now implying the former Twitter is worth less than a third of what Elon Musk paid. Smile Direct Club has gone out of business permanently. The tooth alignment company filed for bankruptcy last year. 
The Wall Street Journal says 25% of U.S. households have canceled at least three streaming services, although ad-based services are gaining. The Dow gained 26 points in the first day of trading in the new year, but the Nasdaq lost 245. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. WTOP News time now is 111. And coming up on WTOP, former President Donald Trump appeals a decision by Maine Secretary of State to remove him from that state's primary ballot. We'll get the story coming up. Thanks for joining us here on the Overnight Shift 103.5. Glad you're with us. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Ain't nothing personal, it's business. This is Dave Johnson. When selling your home, it's serious business, especially to you. That's why you need to do what I did and connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. I mean, listen to this story from Tony and Stacy in Reston. They decided, well, they'd hire a friend, a nice thought, but after two months on the market without selling their home, the couple knew they had to call Jennifer Young Homes. And look, Jennifer had already sold a property in their neighborhood quickly for more than a million dollars. And because of Jennifer's knowledge of the market, she made things easier for Tony and Stacy. She did discovered that they had an assumable FHA loan and also told everyone in her database about their property. Well, it didn't take long to sell their home for well above the asking price. No stress and so easy. That's the Jennifer Young Homes way. And how much money could Jennifer and her team get you for your property? Find out what your home is worth in only 30 seconds at JenniferYoungHomes.com. So go ahead, connect with Jennifer Young at 877-611-SELL or online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Coming up on WTOP, the former Kentucky official who denied gay couples the right to marry in that state is now herself facing big legal fees and other expenses. We'll get the details coming up. WTOP News Time, it's one thirteen. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts 
matter. Good morning. It's 1.15. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for being with us. Former President Donald Trump is now appealing a decision by Maine Secretary of State that removed him from the state's primary ballot. He's asking a superior court to overturn the ruling that took Mr. Trump off the ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Just last month, Colorado's Supreme Court disqualified Mr. Trump under that same provision for actions that he's accused of concerning the January 6th riot. Devlin Barrett, who covers national security at The Washington Post and is co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter, joined WTOP's Michael Toscano earlier to discuss the former president's timeline of days to appeal the Colorado decision to the Supreme Court. I think they're going to have to move fairly quickly, particularly for compared to how appeals courts normally run, just because even though we're at the start of 2024 and obviously the general election is, is many months away, the, the act of creating ballots both the primary ballots and and other and the general ballots that takes a long time and so there's really a rush to resolve this question first in the main courts we saw filing today and you know we also expect that this is going to have to go to the supreme court in the near future we know that there are efforts underway in a number of other states will any of those come to a point where that uh, a court will issue a ruling and whether or not the president former president can be on the ballot so we've seen a few other states, a handful of other states tackle this issue. And so far, no other states beyond Maine and Colorado have taken that step. But that doesn't mean that there won't be another state that makes it reaches a similar conclusion. But the reality is you can't have I, I don't think many lawyers think it's a good idea to have a sort of a patchwork decision process for this. So I do think the expectation is this has to ultimately land at the Supreme Court. So, of course, we have the uh, former president's election conspiracy case. Uh, next week, the D.C. Court of Appeals will hear arguments about that here in D.C. What can we expect to come out of that? So I think that's a that's a really big issue. And obviously, a lot is riding on it in terms of whether the president can even the former president, I should say, can even go on trial at all for charges related to the January 6th. And and I just think it's it's the stakes are very high. And again, there, too. I would be surprised if that question doesn't ultimately end up before the Supreme Court. You know, so much of 2024, as much as we're focused on the trials and him being in the dock in some level, a lot is going to have to be figured out by the Supreme Court before we even get to the to some of those trials. We expect any other breaking news on this this week? <laughs> well, I, I do think all the all the attention and focus is quickly shifting up the ladder of the courts first through appeals and then to the Supreme Court. There's there's a number of issues that, that it's it's almost certainly going to take the, the top court to resolve. And that's probably going to have to happen sooner rather than later. That is Devlin Barrett, national security reporter at The Washington Post and co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter. A quick look at the top stories that we're following here at WTOP. As you just heard, former President Donald Trump has appealed the decision in Maine that bars him from the ballot. Our area is either very heavy or very heavy with COVID, RSV, and the flu. Experts say the old-fashioned rules still apply. Wash your hands, vaccines, and think about wearing a mask. Keep it here. Full details on these stories in the minutes ahead on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go into the WTOP Traffic Center. Kane Halifax has the latest. In Maryland, the northbound near Evergreen Road and Johns Hopkins Road. 
There's an alert for a crash there, so watch out for that. I-95 southbound near Maryland, 198, exit 33. There's a reported crash reported as a single vehicle off the road. The work zones on US-50, the eastbound span on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is closed. There's two-way traffic on the westbound span due to work zone. In Columbia, US-29 northbound before and after Broken Land Parkway, exit 18. The right lane is blocked due to a work zone. If you're on Broken Land Parkway, try to go north. Trying to go north on US-29, be aware there is no merge area, so you'll have to merge straight into through traffic. In the district at Eastern Avenue, both ways between Randolph Street and Northeast and the Prince George's County Line, US-1, all lanes are blocked due to police activity there. In Virginia, in Lorton 95 South, just before Lorton Road, a work zone has just two lanes getting by, and it's a bit sluggish through there. And a little bit south on 95 in Woodbridge between Prince William Parkway and Dale City Exit, the right lane gets by due to a work zone. Secure critical missions with Wiz for Government, a unified cloud security solution for effective risk reduction and readiness in the cloud. Learn more at wiz.io. That's W-I-Z dot I-O. I'm Keen Halifax, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson with our forecast for the pre-dawn hours. Clear and cold to start your day. Not too bad by the afternoon. Your Wednesday afternoon going up to 50 degrees with partly sunny skies. Could have a stray shower tonight and first thing Thursday. Otherwise, there is the chance this weekend, more specifically on Saturday, that we could have a wintry-style storm system. Right now, looking like there is a chance in our far western zones of accumulating snowfall Otherwise, for D.C. metro, areas east and south looking more like rain at times mixing with snow showers. Now, we do have to watch the early Sunday morning temperatures. The storm system will be out of here, but temperatures will be sub-freezing most neighborhoods Sunday morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 32 right now in College Park, 30 in Fairfax, 36 degrees on the National Mall. Well, the weather brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, the latest on what was a very big police presence Tuesday at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge and what law enforcement did about it. We'll have the story coming up on WTOP. 121, early on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for being with us here on the Overnight Shift on WTOP. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from Nitsa and the Ad Council. <laughs> 
Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. This is WTOP News. It's 123. We're learning more about what caused those delays on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge during rush hour traffic Tuesday evening. D.C. police say the bridge was shut down because of a brief standoff with a man. The D.C. police and the Maryland State Police responded to the bridge just after 640 for reports of an armed man inside a car. He was subdued and taken into custody. There are no reports of any injuries. Keep it here. As we get more information on this story, we will pass them along to you. A lawsuit is brewing between the D.C. City Council and the mayor's office over the mayor's decision to withhold a SNAP benefit increase. The story from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson is proposing authorizing the city's lawyer to sue Mayor Muriel Bowser if she doesn't follow through on a 10% increase in SNAP benefits, the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, formerly Food Stamps. The council ordered the increase in the new year, but Mayor Bowser has questioned the additional spending. This is a separation of powers issue in the It's important that we protect our appropriation authority. The council chairman is set to meet Monday with the mayor on the increased benefits a day before the council is scheduled to vote on Mendelssohn's resolution authorizing the lawsuit. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The D.C. City Council, though, is making moves to provide additional money for a renovation of Nats Park. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson has introduced legislation to create what he calls a ballpark maintenance fund. The measure comes after the mayor and the team reached a deal last fall to provide millions of dollars to repair the 15-year-old ballpark. Money for the fund would come from the ballpark sales tax revenue and rent paid from the lease of the park. Other parts of the bill would require Events DC, which runs the Nats Park, to in turn have an annual spending report and submit that to the mayor's office as well. WTOP News time now. It's 125. Glad you're with us. Sports at 25 and 55. Let's go to the sports desk. Here's Rob Woodfork. Maryland's 19-game home win streak ended with a wire-to-wire. 67-53 lost the top-ranked Purdue. Kevin Willard's team had no answers for Boilermaker big man Zach Eady, who finished with 23 points and 12 rebounds. We fared just like everyone else has this year. Not well. He is much more improved And he's a willing passer. So you put that body, that skill, those hands, and four guys that can shoot around him, he's tough to guard. Jameer Young was the only Terrapin to score in double figures with a game-high 26 points on a poor shooting night for the home team. Georgetown also shot poorly at home in a 77-60 loss to Creighton, the Hoyas' third straight loss. The Capitals ended a four-game slide with a 4-3 win in Pittsburgh, doing all their scoring in the first period. Tom Wilson's 11th goal of the season came just 55 seconds in, and Alex Ovechkin notched career goal number 830 that held as the game winner. Tuesday marked the fourth anniversary of Ron Rivera's hiring as head coach of the Washington Commanders, though the team picked second overall in the draft when he arrived and is on pace to again earn the second overall pick. Rivera sounds like a man who believes he's leaving this franchise in a better place. Probably a better, a fairer way to say it. I most certainly do appreciate my time here, and we'll see.